Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News for Monday, March 28, 2022. Stand up for your country. So a little brawl at the Oscars. like to see that. It'll liven things up a little bit. Um, I got to get into this, and I'll tell you why. It's semi-important, and then we'll have the Ukraine-Biden stuff and a bunch of polls and other things that I think you'll find interesting. But um, we have to do this Hollywood uh, situation, and that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So why do we care? Well, number one, and the most important reason by far, is that the entertainment industry is America's number one export around the world. So wherever you go, you see American movies, you hear American songs, um, television programs. It's amazing. Um, This broadcast, the No Spin News, goes all over the world. I get letters from everywhere, South Africa, New Zealand, Thailand, um, sometimes Afghanistan. I used to when Americans were over there. Um, So it's a uh, phenomenon because no other nation on earth produces anything near the quality of entertainment we used to produce. Ah, used to produce. So when something happens, um, like happened at the Oscars last night, people all over the world see it. And this reflects on our culture because people's opinions of Americans, particularly if they don't know Americans and they don't speak English very well, comes from what they see. So therefore, this is important. Um, The Academy Awards is is not any longer a relevant program. It doesn't mean anything. Now, the ratings last night were a little bit up from the record lows of last year. I think about 14 million people in the snap poll uh, that they took of ratings watched. And it's only because there was nothing else to watch. I mean, they were kind of cruising, grazing. And now I did not watch. And there's no reason for me to watch. I didn't see any of the movies. Uh, I'm not real interested in political correctness. And I'm certainly not interested in sitting in my house listening to, let's be kind, mediocre intellects, all right, talk about politics. I mean, why do I want to do that? I could go down to an eighth grade class anywhere in this country and get more um, input, logical input on politics than I could watch in the Academy Awards. I'm generalizing now. These people don't know anything. They live in a bubble, a Hollywood bubble. Uh, My radio line today was that the entertainment industry wants to pass on the values of Sunset Boulevard, which is pretty much true. I mean, they live in such a surreal world. Now, I know about this world because I executive produced four films, all right? Killing Lincoln, and Tom Hanks narrated that, all right? Killing Kennedy, a great film nominated for uh, an Emmy. Rob Lowe played JFK. Killing Jesus, the best of the bunch, I think. We shot it in Morocco, and that is a must-watch for Holy Week. Even if you're not a Christian, it's an excellent film, historical basis of Jesus. And finally, Killing Reagan. All right. So I know the world and I got lots of friends that work in the entertainment industry and they all say the same thing. It's on the verge of collapse. okay, because of this political correct woke madness and the technology that people don't have to go to the movie theaters and have some guy kick your seat 
or, you know, belch in the middle of the film. You don't have to do that because 90% of the movies are streaming within five weeks and you could watch it on your television at home. That's destroyed um, the movie industry. And the only reason that the movie industry continues is because in Pakistan and China, they don't have that. So they have to go to the theaters. That's where they make their money. All right, why am I telling you all this? I have to set up the key part of this brawl because no one has done it. This is yours hearing it from me, and I'll tell you exactly why this happened, okay? All right, so I didn't watch it. I wouldn't watch it. I depend on you to send me emails about it and other people saying, you, know, you missed this, you missed that, okay? Now, last night, there were three women hosts, okay? One gay, one straight, I guess two straight, I guess, but I'm not sure. I didn't inquire. But this, this was okay with the wokes, all right? No white men anywhere near the production of, you know, that you see, all right? So, and I, and I don't have a beef with that. I, I'm not going to criticize those women. I mean, they make a living in the entertainment industry. More power to them. I have nothing against them. I mean, I think Wanda Sykes is pretty amusing myself. Um, but anyway, they're up there, but they start off with, uh, the Florida thing that Governor DeSantis signed into law today, the don't say gay law. What the, what the law should be headed is uh, don't indoctrinate my five-year-old, especially with subjects he or she could never understand. That's what the law should be entitled. But these people, they don't care about the Florida law. They don't care about your five-year-old or your nine-year-old. They don't care about your parental rights. They couldn't care less. Okay, to them, it's you don't even exist. All right, so Florida is the right thing. If you read the law, it absolutely makes sense. And if you don't think so, then, you know, let me know and I'll bring you on. You can debate me. All right, how's that? So um, anyway, the, the, the three of them open up. And the reason I know this is because the clips run. And I wrote a message of the day on BillOReilly.com about that. So I you know, and I was, this stuff was coming into me and I knew it was happening, but I still wouldn't watch it. I was, what was I watching? The Nick game? Some athletic thing. The Ranger game I was watching. Okay. Um, so then Chris Rock, you know him? 57-year-old South Carolinian. He's a funny guy, I think. Rock, I never really met him. I, I waved to him a couple of times at Madison Square Garden, but I, I don't know him. So he hosted the Oscars. Did you remember this? A couple of times. 205 and 216, 216, Rock was there. And Rock's basically an insult guy, but he's smiling all the time. But he just throws little jabs out, which is fine, right? You're making $10 million a year, uh, you can throw jabs out. Um, not Rock, but the people he's jabbing. So he, gets, he gives Best Documentary Award. <laughs> I don't know if Rock's career is going down, but Best Documentary Award. Okay. So he gets up there, and he's not going to just give the Best Documentary Award. He's going to draw attention to him, Chris Rock. So his stand-up fees go up, and he might get a movie role. All right. So he starts to make fun of people, and he references a 1997 movie um, starring Demi Moore called G.I. Jane. So you can see Miss Moore doesn't have any hair. Now, that's 25 years ago. We're going back to G.I. James, nobody remembers. Anyway, it was a bad movie. 
So he looks at Will Smith's wife, who has alopecia. So she's bald. And here's how it went down. Javier Bardem and his wife are both nominated. Now, if she loses, he can't win. (laughs) He is praying that Will Smith wins. Like, please, Lord. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? (laughs) (laughs) It's that was a that was a nice one. Okay. All right, you saw Will Smith actually smile at the joke. Now, was it a funny joke? Not really. It was just one of these things he threw out. But Jada Pinkett Smith did not like it. Okay. So, 30 seconds later, this happens. Go. I'm out here. Uh Uh-oh, Richard. (laughs) Oh, wow. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the out of me. Wow, dude. Yes. It was a G.I. Jane joke. Keep my wife's name out your mouth. I'm going to, okay? <laughs> I could, oh, okay. That was a greatest night in the history of television. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we are here to uh, give a documentary out, to give an Oscar out. All right, so that was the most awkward moment in Academy Award history. It was in the greatest night. Should have never happened, uh, but it did. Okay, so does it matter to anybody? No. It actually helps Mr. Smith and Mr. Rock. It actually helps their career because now everybody in the world is talking about that. Now, Will Smith is a brilliant actor. I met him one time. We had a nice conversation, but he's extremely, extremely good actor. But he and his wife are putting their personal life all over the place, which is a mistake. Um, And Chris Rock picked up on that. And I don't think Chris Rock and uh, Will Smith like each other anyway, from what I understand. But this went out all over the world. okay? and people are going, what the deuce is wrong in America? okay? and I don't know the answer to that. What we're exporting now is rap music, which is the worst of the worst. That's our music industry now. That's what we're putting out there. Our movies are awful. I mean, they're dull, and now there's a woke James Bond. I mean, yeah. And the television industry is collapsing. Do you know that Greg Gutfeld is the highest-rated late-night host now? I mean, you're, you're talking about network people who can't attract 2 million viewers on ABC and NBC. And, and Colbert, the, he's just barely above 2 million. The only reason he's above it is because the audience is hoping he'll take a shot at Donald Trump, which is the only thing he's got. He doesn't have anything else. So Gutfeld, who's on a cable network, is outdrawing them. That's collapsed, that whole late night industry. Morning news. Good Morning America, Today Show, CBS, that's on the verge of collapse because those people hosting those programs are so frightened 
to say anything unwoke. And then the network news speaks for itself. Do you watch it? I don't watch it. I'm in the business. And cable news is unwatchable. How, how repetitious is that? It's the same thing over and over and over and over. The only people doing well on cable news are the people in the conspiracy zone. The Twilight Zone is back, and now it's just guys' news. So the whole thing is just going south. All right, be interested to hear what your comments are. Bill at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com. Name in town if you wish to opine. Ukraine. Uh, This is according to U.N. Human Rights Commission. About 1,200 civilians killed, Ukrainians, 100 children in that group. 100 children are dead because of Vladimir Putin. Just think about that. About 10 million refugees we reported last week, and that number is coming up. Uh, Four million have left the country, six million wandering around in Ukraine. This is for the U.N. High Commissioner for Refugees. Russian casualties are estimated between 7,000 and 15,000 Russian troops. Nobody knows. The Russian government reports 1,351 troops killed. That's a lot, they're saying it, but it's far more than that, because they're going to tell you the truth. The only free press organ in Russia named Navaya Gazeta, okay, has been shut down. So Putin says no reporting at all. We don't want anything other than what the government's going to tell them. And there are negotiations that will be between the Russians and the Ukrainians in Turkey. I assume Istanbul might be Ankara on Tuesday and Wednesday. I don't think it will lead to anything. Um, Now, Putin said he invaded uh, Ukraine because he doesn't want NATO on his eastern border. NATO's doubling its presence on the eastern border because of the, and I said this last week, invasion. So Putin, you know, next time you hear Putin smart, maybe not. Um, Joe Biden. So he's back in D.C. after a three-day trip, uh, Brussels and Poland. But in Poland, he, (laughs) I mean, all right, just roll the tape on Biden in Poland. Ukraine will never be a victory for Russia, for free people refused to live in a world of hopelessness and darkness. We will have a different future, a brighter future, rooted in democracy and principles, hope and light of decency and dignity, of freedom and possibilities. For God's sake, this man cannot remain power. Whoa, he's talking about bad Vlad. Now, everyone in Europe, and I think probably in Ukraine around the world, want to cease fire. Okay, they want Putin to stop shooting. Now, Biden says, well, I can't stand power. And they're all going, oh, We just wanted to stop. We'll take care of Putin after that. So within an hour, Secretary of State Blinken goes, no, 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 no. We're not calling for regime change. I think the president just did that. Now he's right. Putin can't stay. But you got to do it incrementally. No, he says no. So now we got another controversy all about that. Then NBC comes out with a poll. Now, the Biden administration thought it was going to get a bump from Ukraine. They thought that Americans would rally around uh, the executive, the commander in chief, because of the invasion. As it happened, according to NBC, uh, their poll says, do you approve or disapprove of the job Joe Biden is doing? Approve 40, disapprove 55, the lowest ever number for NBC. And other polls, Rasmussen and some others, 
got Biden in the mid-30s. Okay, so NBC goes, whoa. And they don't know what to do over at NBC because NBC is the most liberal network. More liberal than CNN or ABC or CBS. They're really in a tank for the Democrats. They don't know what to do. Their own people are saying, oh, this is really a disaster. And while we are on the subject of polls, you may know that Mark Penn, he's a frequent guest on the No Spin News, he runs a a poll, Harvard Harris, and they have new uh, things out that are interesting. 1,900 and almost 2,000 registered voters. All right. And uh, it's usually a fair poll. So I want to bring in Mr. Penn now. He joins us from Miami, where he's on spring break. He's usually out uh, on the beach with the Speedo. Uh, with the with the you know, but now he you know came in to talk to us, and we really appreciate it, Mark. Thank you. Um, first of all, job approval. NBC had it forty uh, percent approval for Joe Biden. You have it at thirty nine. That's the same. And as I said, the White House thought they were going to get a bump from how Biden is handling Ukraine, but he has not. Why? Well, because the number one issue is inflation. And inflation is, is raging and consumers are unhappy with inflation. And, uh, and people think that uh, the president of the United States probably should have stopped Putin from engaging in this in the first place. So uh, it's very hard for President Biden to, to get a win or a bump out of this because uh, he kind of owns it. And in fact, I think it's all downside for him, not much upside, because if Putin wins, he's going to look even worse. I suppose he might get a bump if he's able to be part of uh, negotiating a resolution. Yeah, I mean, they'll they'll say he kept us out of World War Three. That's what the Democrats will say. You'd have to do that. Is there a Trump factor in here, though? Um, because, you know, obviously, Putin, he misbehaved a little bit with the hacking and all that, but he didn't do anything nearly this insane under Trump. Do Americans, are they calibrating Biden's uh, Putin situation with Trump in the rear view? Well, most voters do think that if, uh, that, that under President Trump, Putin was restrained from doing something like this and that, that, that if, if Trump were president, he wouldn't uh, have done it. So I think that underscores the notion that, that I think Biden gets a lot of blame here. But again, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I think the administration underestimates the fact that the voters are really upset about the economy, number one. Uh, and number two, this is, you know, the increasing global mess is not something that he's going to get any credit for at the moment. Uh, if anything, the voters are kind of upset that he's moving. Korea seems to get, be getting more aggressive. They don't know what's going to happen with China. You know, he's maybe doing a deal with Iran instead of, you know, bucking up uh, our allies. So, so, you know, they, I think yeah, they don't have any confidence about his foreign policy. I don't, I don't think many people have confidence in Joe Biden. And your next question uh, is right on that. Do you think the country's right track or wrong track? Right track 34. I don't really know who those people are, but they probably live in California, even though they're paying seven bucks a gallon out there. Wrong track 58. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with Americans not being engaged, most of them, with the media. So you and me, we know what the media is doing. We follow everything. And and people watch the No Spin News. Of course, they do. But the majority of Americans, they don't. They don't watch network news or cable news and not really consuming news. But all of a sudden, they're paying twice as much for a gallon of gas 
they're going to get angry. They're behind the curve, but they're going to take it out on the leader. I think that's what's going on. Yeah, no, I think people are unhappy with the country. They're unhappy with the economy. If you look at the, the, the president's ratings, even given the, that the virus is receding, he's not really getting any credit for that. In fact, he's underwater there. He's underwater with inflation. He's underwater with immigration, crime, foreign affairs. I mean, the truth is, as you said, there's a lack of confidence in the president uh, at the moment on virtually any issue. And yeah, it takes some major work, right? It your poll, every issue, he's underwater. Uh, here's something very interesting. If the midterm congressional election were held today, who'd you vote for? Democrat 47, Republican 53. That's closer than I would think it would be. Can you analyze that for us? Well, that's actually a pretty big split for the Republicans because there's something funny about that question. Even when it comes out three or four points Democratic, usually the vote is even. I haven't really figured out why. So when you see that kind of split in favor of the Republicans, that actually is a is an enormous split. And then what also happens is that the coasts tend not to change all that much and all the swing areas have even even a more exaggerated change, which is why, you know, right now if the administration doesn't doesn't really change course here, you know, this is a wave election against the Democrats. But it can't change course because inflation's not going to come down that quickly. I mean, gas prices in my town did drop about three or four cents, and that's going to be on a, a worldwide market you're going to see. But we're still going to be paying more for everything, and then you can't six months knock that down. Now, your next question is, is a provocative one. Is Joe Biden mentally fit to serve as president? Mentally fit, 45 percent. Have doubts about his fitness, 55 percent. I've never seen that number in a president uh, in my lifetime. Uh, well, I think that's right. I think I think the number one, you know, we used to track all the time is should you impeach Trump or is he going to get the number one thing with Biden is, is is he mentally fit and competent? And so we track that on every poll. And, and these numbers are, are, are not good. And I, I don't think this correction of the gaffe really helps them. If I were the White House staff, I would not have done what they're doing, spending two days correcting what the president said. Oh, I know, because uh, it makes him look like he's not in charge, but they had to do it because NATO was in such an uproar. They want the shooting to stop. And that's, you know, by saying we're going to get you, Putin, that's not going to stop the shooting. So that's what that was all about. This, this question, maybe you can, I know you can explain it to me. All right, the most favorable political figures in the world. Trump is number one in your poll. Pence, number two, and Bernie Sanders, number three, Bernie Sanders. Well, I, I think, you, you know, people always liked him personally. They didn't agree with uh, his positions on things, but they they liked him. And he always prevent, you know, presented this kind of avuncular kind of uncle kind of kind of persona that, that actually Biden used to have a, a very likable persona. But all that's gone. And uh and, uh, you know, since Trump is not on Twitter and Facebook, it seems to help his likability. But nobody's <laughs> above 50 percent. I mean, even he's at 48. Uh, and so no one's getting above 50 percent in terms of leadership scores. And the last one is least favorable people. Kristen Sinema, the senator from Arizona, number one, Chris Cuomo and Putin. Now we know Putin, but Kristen Sinema and Chris Cuomo, I was surprised. 
Uh, well, you, you you really can't look at the least favorable, just look at the unfavorable because, uh, or the, the favorable number, because with Kristen Sinema, a lot of people don't know her. So, so her small favorable is because of that. You really look at the ratio. And when you look at the ratio, uh, you really see how, you know, Pelosi, you know, how negative she really is in AOC and Chris Cuomo, for that matter. And of course, wow. Wow. Of course well, I'm glad I didn't make that list, Mark. Thank you for keeping me off it. And uh, we appreciate your time. Again, Mark Penn is the CEO of Stagwell, Inc. Thank you. OK, so let's go to California, largest state in the union. About 50 million people live there. All Democrats very liberal state, most liberal state in United States history. Never been a more liberal state than California. So uh, job approval of Governor Newsom approved 50 percent, disapproved 45. Wow. And I think it's four to one Democrats registered over Republicans out there. Same question in January, just two months ago. Newsom had 57%. Now he's got 50 approval. It's because of the gas, seven bucks in California because they mismanaged everything out there. Mismanaged energy, mismanaged taxes. Boom. So now California's going, oh, what happened? We thought these liberal people were going to look out for us. No. Okay. And they're leaving. So Californians, and California is just such a beautiful state, and the weather is great. They're going to be going. All right, so get this. Um, Los Angeles County lost more people than any other county in the nation. All right, about 160,000 residents have moved out of Nassau County um, last year. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? with more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code Bill at checkout. Okay, it's going to be worse this year. In San Francisco, 54 residents have taken off Santa Clara County, the adjacent county, 45 to 100K out of there. All right, L.A. is, uh, they're moving out of there like crazy. Let me get the stat for L.A., uh, no, I gave you the L.A. County. I don't have the city stat. I don't have the city stat for them. But um, everybody's leaving L.A. and San Francisco to two metro centers. San Diego is a bigger city, but San Diego doesn't have the social problems that L.A. and um, San Francisco have. All right. Border. 
Now, this is the coming big time for migrants to stream across. But so far, five months in the fiscal year, federal government's fiscal year. Want to hear this stat? In five months, 838,685 people have encountered Border Patrol authorities. The last year of Trump, the whole year, 458,000. So it's double in five months what it was Trump's last year because Biden is an open border policy. Does he know it? Does he care? I I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Okay. One of my favorite stories. So as some of you know, I attended and I got a master's degree in public administration from the Kennedy School of Government at Harvard. I think it was a terrible mistake they made admitting me. And I think they would probably say that. Anyway, I keep up with what happens in Cambridge. So there's a guy out there, the longest serving chair of Harvard's Department of Astronomy named Avi Lobb. Avi Lobb, big, big intellectual guy, astronomy department. Avi says, ready? Come back to me. He says in 2017, there was a space rock, a giant space rock, all right, that was in our stellar, interstellar, or something, our universe, whatever they say, for 11 days. Okay, this is Avi, Avi Lobb, Harvard. And there were aliens on the, on the space rock. Now, Abby didn't say they landed, but they hovered. Now, how does Avi know? I'm not quite sure how Avi knows, but he knows. He put it out there. Now, if it's true, I want the first interview with whoever was on the space rock, and I will give them probably... The whole show, the whole no-spin news, if they speak English. And if they don't, I'll get an interpreter, or I'll get Avi. Avi can come on in tell me what they're saying. Now, I'll make it fun of Avi. And I don't believe that there are aliens here. Uh, I don't think they've ever visited here. Just my opinion. Now, I've talked to some people who say, hey, I saw a very strange thing, and I did this, and and I don't doubt those people. But if there were alien beings here, we know about it. Now, how do I know that? Because I wrote a book called Killing the Killers. And in that book, there's unbelievable technology that we have. This technology would pick up any aliens coming down. Now, maybe that's what Avi's doing. Maybe Avi has access to it. I don't know. But I thought you'd like to know. Now, one of the things that I feel terrible about is that the Biden administration is hurting all of us in the wallet, okay? And people, generally speaking in America, have a lot of reserve. So from time to time, we're going to try to save you some money by giving you a little advice. So one of the big expenses that we all have, in addition to gasoline in a car, is car insurance, all right? So I got to pay a number of cars for the urchins and all of that, and I'm writing a check, and all of that. And it's, you know, it's a lot. And I bet you have to have car insurance here. Unless you're an illegal alien, then you don't have to have it. But um, 
here are some tips that will get it down. You see all these uh, commercials on TV. So there, there are a lot of companies doing car insurance. So you got to submit your resume and they'll give you a quote and you compare. But but here's the key that we found out. If you don't drive a lot, if you're just puttering in a neighborhood and you're not going cross country and you're not a commercial vehicle, get pay per mile insurance. Most people know about this. You can negotiate a rate with your insurance company. You stay under a certain amount of miles, it goes way down. I didn't know about it. All right? And this is really good. Pay per mile insurance. And most of those companies have it. So if you're not tooling around, you got to stay below a certain mile. But they have a sliding scale. You can save a bundle. And you put that to gas, and so you don't get hurt that bad. All right? You can thank me later. This day in history, I love this. So remember the Ed Sullivan show? It was enormous when I was growing up. Ed Sullivan. Ed Sullivan was a New York City journalist. He had no talent at all on television. All right? He wrote a gossip column for the New York Daily News. Somehow, CBS picked him up and threw him on a variety show. And all the comedians did imitations of him and because he, he could barely say anything on television. Okay. So the show runs 24 years on Sunday night. In my house, it was on. It was on. Okay, so if you don't know Ed Sullivan, you younger people out there, I'm going to give you a little taste. He's talking to a puppet, a mouse, named Topo Gijo. Go. I'm going to make you a little beetle. How does my little, how does my little Roman beetle okay? Yeah. <laughs> I have a surprise for you. Well, what is that? Yes. One minute. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Ringo, kiss me goodnight. <laughs> There you go. 24 years. Two biggest things ever to happen on the Ed Sullivan Show. Number one, 1956, Elvis. Boom. That was the biggest thing ever to happen to Elvis. 1964, The Beatles. All right, it was the biggest thing to ever happen to them because they exploded in America. And 51 years ago, March 24th, 1999, okay, um, the final episode of The Ed Sullivan Show. And it was gone. Quick break, back with mail and a final thought that will make you laugh. We all need to laugh. I got one for you. Right back. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. 
If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, let's go to the mail. Raymond Johnson. Thanks, Bill, for the assessment on Putin's war in Ukraine. I don't believe... I have had so many of my questions that were answered at one time. You certainly have your finger on the pulse. That's what we're here for. We are a boutique news service, an independent news service that will deliver information to you with clarity and honesty that you will get nowhere else. That's what we do on BillOReilly.com, on The First TV, on WABC Radio, and on and on. Margot Freer, Medford, Oregon. Is there any chance all the seizures of money, yachts, and homes by the oligarchs in Russia will be used to rebuild Ukraine. I hope so. I hope so. It's a huge bureaucracy, but that's where the money should go. Linda Altruz, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Why are so many respectable Republicans supporting Putin? Not many. I gave you the list, but not many. Um, But the ones that are getting a lot of ink. Bob Sandoval, a full sheer Texas, Ukraine as an Air Force. Why do you think they don't take the fight into Russia. I'm going to say this one more time, Bob, because I've said it before. The Ukraine Air Force cannot stand up to the Russian Air Force in equipment or pilots. I covered the Falklands War, okay? I was down in Argentina. You remember that the British were fighting the Argentines. Every pilot, every single pilot in Argentina was killed by the British. And that's exactly what would happen if the Ukrainians launched an air war against Russia. Nancy Shaw, Grants Pass, Oregon, with Biden's insane open door policy, freeloading and dangerous criminals and drugs, how can that be considered treason? Because treason is a legal term. Now, you could impeach President Biden because he doesn't enforce uh, immigration law. That's possible, not treason. Ann Adams did not give a town, Ann. Come on, name in town. If you want to opine, you're... The Nosebin News tonight was brilliant. Designating the cartels as a terror group is the only solution. Yeah, that's it. That's the only solution to the problem. Alan, concierge member. Thank you, Alan. Check that program out if you would. 
Uh, last evening, you mentioned that Democrats may go to Michelle Obama for president. It's my opinion and mine only that if the Dems want to get their party back to the center, the only person that could do this is Joe Manchin. Manchin will never, ever get the nomination because the far left despises him. It's not going to happen. Okay. Uh, I'm going to be in uh, Chicagoland on Thursday, this coming Thursday, Genesee Theater, Waukegan, Illinois. Come on over. We're going to have a great time. I'm going to tell you some really funny stories uh, that you never heard before. And uh, Ticketmaster or the Waukegan Genesee Theater. And then uh, May 3rd is Killing the Killers popping out. Um, and you can pre-order it and get a free bumper sticker from us. You're going to love this book, I hope. May 3rd, it comes out. Word of the day, do not be a Lugan. New word, L-O-O-G-A-N. Great word. We'll be right back with the final thought, which will make you laugh. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, time now for the final thought. Uh, Saturday night, I went to see Sebastian Maniscalco. You know him? The comedian over at UBS uh, in the Queens-Nassau line. Sold the place out 19,000. Comedians, I've never seen anything like it. He sold out Madison Square Garden two nights before. Guy is on fire. And he is hysterical. Roll the tape. Everybody's living their life through Facebook. <laughs> Videos. You're going to see it soon. Wedding season is just around the corner. You're going to see wedding videos from the wedding. Of, of this choreographed dance that the groom and the groomsman, have you, have you seen this? Like, the groom is dancing with the bride and then all of a sudden the lights go up and then the bride's like, what's going on? Oh my God. And nine of the groomsmen come out and do a 12 minute choreographed routine. I, I got married five years ago. I couldn't get my groomsmen to go get their tuxedos fitted. <laughs> Let alone come to my house and rehearse. The guy, he's just brilliant. He's a performance artist. And we all need laughs. Boy, do we need laughs, okay? So you can check him out on YouTube and see you know, what he does. Um, I've seen him three times now, and I know him a little bit. He's a good guy, a uh, Chicago guy, a lot of Italian humor, uh, which I like. <laughs> and, um, but to see that crowd 
respond to him on Saturday night, <clears throat> the 19,000 of them. Um, it was really uplifting because, again, you live in a very, very intense time. And that was part of the uh, Smith thing. He's so tightly wound, Will Smith. They're all out there in Hollywood, so tightly wound because their whole industry is falling apart. It's falling apart right before their eyes. They're like this. The jobs are fewer. The salaries are fewer. I mean, Will Smith, you know, he's just like, and they all are. There's nobody, you know. Oh. So if, if Will had seen Maniscalco instead of Chris Rock, that probably wouldn't have happened. All right. So it was a very enjoyable. Uh, Maniscalco did about a, an hour 20. It wasn't a dead moment. It was just one after the other after the other. So I'm happy to give him some publicity and I'm happy he made me laugh. And if you check him out, you'll be happy too. Thanks for watching us tonight. We will see you tomorrow.